Good evening, welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, sitting in the lounge on the black couch, staring at the Ouija board. Episode 49. It's been a while since I uh, posted a cast. Uh, part in my reluctance to cast has been that we're approaching episode 15. As you know, we have some surprises in store for you. Uh, it is a milestone. Uh, 50 episodes since December, when uh, I started this uh idea on the couch with uh, Didgeridrew, my first guest, way back in the day, uh, has completely uh, evolved into something entirely different with a, a pocket dial band that emerged from the, the Bobcast with Mickey, uh, the true Bobcasts, the South Dick is Big, the evolution of this show is uh, all due in part to the listeners, so once again, thank you very much for being with me uh, for this ride. Today's episode is uh, the yin-yang episode. Uh, the yin-yang, the darkness and the light, if you will. Um, let's just start off real quick with the darkness. Something's been bothering me, and I just want to get it off my chest. Uh, I recently watched a, a film called The Normal Heart on HBO, which deals with uh, the outbreak of AIDS in uh, 1980s New York. Uh, it stars Mark Ruffalo, Matthew Bomer, and um, a couple other characters. The guy from uh, Big Bang Theory. I don't know his name, but I never really paid attention to him, but he's fantastic in this film. This film is about a, a group of gay young men in New York City, and uh, it's it's the emergence of uh, the AIDS virus. And back then, they had no idea what it was. They called it the the gay cancer. Uh, it's a heartbreaking, heartbreaking film. Uh, it's both enlightening and enraging at the same time. It, it raises questions that uh, obviously led me to the internet to uh, procure and try to find out exactly what was going on. Um, much to my dismay, uh, I found out that once AIDS arrived in uh, America in the 1980s, it affected a small population of people, but the the process of the disease and how many people it killed start to spread rapidly. And um, the city of New York, the mayor, all the way up to the president of the United States did nothing. Nothing to help these people, nothing to uh, raise money and funds for uh, AIDS research, for a vaccination, a cure, if you will. AIDS came about uh, in the early, late 70s, early 80s, and uh, Ronald Reagan didn't even speak about it, I believe, until 1985 when. He uh, publicly addressed the nation, and for the first time, I guess, the world became aware of the virus. What upsets me the most about this is that I just can't understand how, I mean, if you think about it, okay, America. We love America, right? I love being Bob in the Bobcast Nation, but we live in America. And I'm not trying to be um, socialist, I'm not trying to be fascist, I'm just trying to be Bobbian on this and just take a stance against some things. So let's go back in time real quick. Let's go back to World War II, okay? America is well aware of the fact that Adolf Hitler is exterminating Jewish people across Europe, and we did nothing about it. We didn't even enter the war. We entered the war during Pearl Harbor when the Japanese attacked us, in which some people believe that we are well aware that the Japanese were coming, vice versa, there's conspiracies out there, but we did know something was going on out there, and we did nothing about it. It's the same thing that's going on here in the 1980s in New York City when a small population of 
young gay men start dying from a mysterious virus and they found no help by their government. It took years for them to actually enact on it. The history books also, too, I mean, if you take a look at a fact that I learned in this great film, The Normal Heart, uh, Alan Turing, if I'm saying that correctly, it's A-L-A-N-T-U-R-I-N-G. He is not in any of the history books that I read at the Colonial School District, but he is a man who is responsible for us winning World War II. He's the code breaker, the one who cracked the German code and I guess is responsible for America's victory. Coincidence it was, he was an openly uh, gay man. Uh, shortly after the war, uh, he got no uh, reconciliation, he got no recognition for his uh, great accomplishment, and uh, sadly he took his life. So I, I, I find these, uh, this is like way back in the day, but I'm 34 years old, it also happened in the course of my life. Okay, so 19, uh, let's see here, excuse me, 2001, let's just, let's just throw it out there, okay, the World Trade Center, okay, we know who the people are who do this, or less we at least we think we know who it is. But instead of us going after them, we go after George W. Bush's father's arch nemesis, Saddam Hussein, and God knows how many people who were injured in Iraq. Makes no sense years later how we could allow that. We were brainwashed into thinking that uh, the government is protecting us, and also thinking that the United States of America is is always doing the right thing. And oh God, it's, it gets so frustrating for me because I sit in this room on my couch staring at the Ouija board and I feel as if I mean like I feel a, a tirade of emotions coming across me because it frustrates me so much because I'm the type of person who likes to act I don't like to just talk about things am I anti-government no I'm not anti-government I'm not any of these things I'm just trying to make a point is that we never get involved with the stuff that matters most the stuff that deserves the delicate attention that it never gets you know, like, what's, what's going on in the news now? We got this uh, POV who's just been re rescued. Um, he was with the Taliban, and we find out that the government traded him for five top officials, I believe, in the Taliban. I, the factoids that come across, uh, the stuff we learn day to day, who knows what it is that we're actually being told is the truth. But what I'm trying to say is, what are we doing? I mean, like... We're such a young country, too, if you think about it. It's not like we've been around for centuries and centuries. But we we have to take a look at ourselves, and we have to realize what we've done, and we have to learn from our mistakes. I'm a firm believer in that. I make mistakes all the time. I tell my students daily. I learn from my mistakes, so that way I, I can better myself and become a better person, a better teacher, a better artist, a better musician. I don't see that happening. Uh, it's across the... The world of history here in America, and uh, watching this this film, The Normal Heart, with Mark Ruffalo, who delivers an amazing performance, um, he he brings this balance to it of like both like uh, compassion and anger. Uh, the anger would be him being the only one who's vocal in the 1980s New York about the AIDS virus and how it's killing all of his friends, loved ones, the community, and no one was there, but he just kept speaking his mind. And uh, that's something that I admire. Um, I've always admired people who are outspoken, um, eccentric, different than the norm. Uh, I, I even I, I dive deep into it. I remember growing uh, up in the 80s, and I remember being scared to death of sex. Uh, I went to church every Sunday. Um, it's a mortal sin to have sex. Uh, the AIDS virus will get you. A, a constant brainwashing and uneducation of what what should be uh, a common knowledge. I mean, if someone gets a virus, I mean, let's think here. I mean, polio, 
that affected many people and there was a vaccine, nobody gets it no more. I mean, 36.3 million people have died from the AIDS, HIV virus since its uh, first arrival here in the United States and across, excuse me, the world. Something has to be done. Uh, if I had money, which I don't, I would contribute to uh, research funds, people like my mother, who's a microbiologist, who explained to me in detail the, the vast uh, technicalities of this disease and how it spreads this autoimmune type of just destructive pattern uh, that hits people. It, it's, it's so sad because, as I said before, and I'm not sure where this quote came from, we're all pink on the inside and we all need to take care of one another. If we don't take care of one another, the earth will die. And you can see that happening now with these crazy weather patterns we've been having and just like the, I mean, the excess. I mean, everything is excess. Eventually, the world will turn on us like we have turned on other people in different worlds, different nations. The world will finally get sick of it and who knows what will happen. Maybe we'll lose the, the sun, we'll lose the moon, we'll have to go somewhere else. But what I'm trying to get across is that, yes, I am both angry, sad, enlightened, and very pleased with the film The Normal Heart because it opened my eyes up until... I, I watched uh, it after school today, and uh, it's around 9 o'clock in the evening on Tuesday, and I'm still thinking about this. And uh, I recommend it to all the Bobcast listeners out there if you want to see something um, that is heartbreaking but excellent performances by uh, Mark Ruffalo and Matthew Bomer. So that's it for the negative yin and yang part of this Bobcast. So let's switch it up real quick, take a listen to some happy music, and I'll be right back with you. Do I love you? Do I lust for you? Am I a sinner because I do the two? Can you let me know? Right now, please. Bonita Apple Bomb. Bonita Apple Bomb. Bonita Apple Bomb. You gotta put me on. Bonita Apple Bomb. I said you gotta put me on. Bonita Apple Bomb. Gotta put me on. Bonita Apple Bomb. I said you gotta put me on. Bonita Apple Bomb. Gotta put me on. Bonita Apple Bomb. I said you gotta put me on. Bonita Apple Bomb. You gotta put me on. Bonita. Stunning you miss, I must beseech ya. Mm-hmm. Hey, being with you is a top priority. Ain't no need to question the authority. Mm-hmm. Chairman of the board, chief of affections. You got minds to sway your direction. Hey, you like a hip hop song, you know. Listen up, I like 
like to tell you things some brothers don't. If you need them, I got crazy prophylactics. So far, I hope you like rap songs. You need an apple bum, you gotta put me on. You need an apple bum, you gotta put me on. You need an apple bum, I said you gotta put me on. You need an apple bum, you gotta put me on. You need an apple bum, I said you gotta put me on. You need an apple bum, you gotta put me on. You need an apple bum, I said you gotta put me on. Studio. That was a Tribe Called Quest with the remix of Benita Apple Bomb. Oh yeah, I love that track, man. It takes me back to the 90s, the good old days, where things didn't really matter, and your pager was blowing up, and you were going to Taco Bell getting 89 cents tacos, looking at yourself in the mirror thinking, oh, the internet's out there someday, it's going to take over my life, and I'm going to host a podcast show called The Bobcast at .podbean.com. Yes, we're back here in the lounge feeling real good uh i think this would be a good opportunity to check in with uh sal and mitch vick is big what's the name of this place <laughs> hey is this the mattress king thank you for calling american mattress yeah how you doing my name's sal vick is big okay hey what'd you say your first name again was Natalie, how are you? Listen, I'm in the market of buying some bunk beds. What can you tell me? What, what, what do you got in stock over there? We, we're looking to get them today. Bunk beds or bunk bed mattresses? Uh, we want the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle. The oh, wooden okay. frames, everything. So we we want to set it up. Unfortunately. What kind of prices you got in this mattresses? Hey, Mitch, can you get in here for one second here? We got, a, we got the girl on the line here. What, what size mattress do we need? I'm thinking we need an extra large mattress. How, how big? Do you know by like, inches? Extra, extra large, maybe? What would you suggest, man? What could we get? We got a big kids here. Well, well, twin size bunk, well, bunk beds won't uh, pretty much carry like an extra large mattress. It's usually a standard twin. Some bunk beds are like a twin over a full. Um, so it depends on the configuration of the bunk bed you get, really. 
The longer the better, really, miss. What'd you say your name was again? Natalie, but even you can get an extra long mattress. It won't, it won't fit the bunk bed, because bunk beds are not equipped to carry a twin extra long. Only a well, 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 we were thinking of doing our own custom job, maybe. With two mattresses lined up the long way, so that we can have an extra long kind of bunk bed. Yeah, like an extra feature. Is it possible if we come into the store, uh, if we could like get in the bed and try it out? Are they comfy or beds? Yes, they are comfy beds. Oh, they sound comfy. Bitch, I like the way this lady talks here. Are you ready to do business with her? Natalie's ready to talk turkey? Yes, Thanksgiving comes early this year. Uh, big thanks to Mitch the Vic, middleman Vic. Vic is big. If you're a fan of him, you can reach him at 1329mitchthevic at gmails.com. With you, as always, is Bob uh, back in the lounge. Uh, now we're going to move on to the final interview of the night. This is with uh, my neighbor, my former neighbor, Dimitri. Dimitri Lambrow and his quest to quit smoking cigarettes. Bobcast. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, sitting in the lounge on the black couch, staring at the Ouija board. Tonight's guest is none other than Dimitri. Dimitri was my neighbor for the good part of seven to eight years, I think, living on Taylor Road, my childhood neighborhood. Uh, Dimitri uh, is a, a colleague of mine, somebody I'd like to call Meat Stains, Meat Parlor, Meat Factory, Meat Invasion, whatever you want. We used to have a, an a annual tradition called Meat Monday. Meat Monday, we would get pizza, and we would drink, and we'd have campfires, and we would get toasted. Mitra here is trying to quit smoking cigarettes, so instead of getting a, a history that you all know that he is legendary, let's get some sort of idea what's going on into his mind as he quits smoking cigarettes tomorrow morning. My thought process is going to be that Cigarettes are no longer available to me. I will just make as if I am on a desert island, a deserted island, but there's no cigarettes available. And I will live as if that there's no way I can possibly get a cigarette. What happens? What happens? What happens, Dimitri, if... A bottle washes on shore with a map to a location on the island with several cartons of Parliament lights. It's been a while since I smoked cigarettes. I think they call it Parliament lights. Maybe it's just Parliament now. Anyway, you got this map. You got this location. You know the smokes are on the island. Do you still keep the mindset of saying to yourself, I'm not going to smoke? I will continue to keep the mindset not to smoke, and I will throw that bottle right back into the ocean. Absolutely. Where it came from. Okay, so if you want to quit smoking cigarettes, you need to envision an island. You need to envision yourself in solitude. Perhaps watch the movie Cast Away with Tom Hanks. You're going to throw the map with the smokes into the ocean, which is insane. God, I would totally follow the map. I would get... (laughs) 
I would ride the hide horse back over there and smoke cigarettes to the end. We were talking earlier about uh, cigarette smoking and all of its terrible influences in the world and the reasons why to quit smoking. Uh, I was talking to Dimitri earlier tonight about the fact that, as the Bobcast listeners know, I'm going almost on a year with no cigarettes, thanks to the vape juice at the Bridgeport Vape Store and uh, I think it's Ford Street, yeah, Ford Street, Bridgeport, PA, world's best vape shop, plugging it. Anyway, Dimitri, uh, Parliament was always your favorite type of smoke, right? And um, if I'm not mistaken, you stuck with that flavor for years, right? That's right. That's right. Let me ask you a question. When did you first start smoking? Oh, geez. Uh, It's been about uh, 30 years, 25 25 years. All the same flavor? What did you start with? Started with the uh, Marlboro Reds. Are you sure you would throw the fucking map back in the ocean? Yeah, man. Okay. My name's Bob. This is a Bobcast. Dimitri on the mic. On the one, two, three, four. Everything else in between. Yeah, you know what it's for. This is B.O.B. We out. That wraps up Bobcast episode 49. Coming soon. The big one. The milestone. Bobcast episode 50. Live from the lounge, staring at the Ouija board.